0: Welcome to the good, the bad, and the podcast. The only internet show where we not only talk about movies, but we look at specific movie genres. The good movie of that genre, the bad movie of that genre, and the ugly one, the one that, uh, you know, just makes our blood boil. My name is Micah. Hey, I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And this is the first show of 2015. That's right.
1: So hope you guys had a good holiday season out there. Uh, My only question is, where are the hoverboards at? I know.
0: Where are the hoverboards? I'm yeah. sure I'm,
1: I'm not the first person to ask that question,
0: but... Where we were going, we weren't supposed to have roads. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. But
1: I drove here yeah, on a road. True. <laughs> that's true. Although I did hear that Nike is trying to do the, the power lacing shoe for real. Oh, really? So that's that's hmm. out there. All right. And in other news, our very own Kelly got married over the break. So, what? yeah, that's right. It's it's true. It is. It's very She looks shocked, but exactly. it's true. It really happened. I, I don't it happened. look shocked.
2: I look regular. And it, yes, it did happen. Cool.
1: So yep. congratulations. Thank
2: you very much. What is our, what is our
1: episode today? <laughs> Kelly?
2: Well, okay. So this episode, I am taking the reins back from the guys, and I have chosen Meg Ryan movies. So the three selections, in no particular order, are uh, French Kiss, Prelude to a Kiss, and When Harry Met Sally.
0: Now, to specify, we, we do do genres, but um, we always want to take some time and kind of look at the actors and the directors. And I think this is a great one, Meg Ryan, because it's you got a wide range here. But are we looking at the movie as a whole, or are we looking at Meg Ryan specifically, Meg Ryan's performance in these movies?
2: Well... I guess well okay you could you could look at it either way but I selected these based on um, you know her having a significant leading role in it but I really judged it based on the movie itself not necessarily only her performance in it
1: okay
2: so okay. shall we is this our first
1: uh, actor one that we've done
2: I think it is yeah yeah, cool.
1: Okay. yeah genres, okay cool, but now, cool. all right. Way to change it up, then.
2: I, well, thanks. I'm apparently. And by the way, When
1: you know. Harry Met Sally was a perfect New Year's movie.
2: It was. Yeah. Hey, so you yes. guys watched it on New Year's. We did. did. We, we did. did. Yeah, it's when I I tend to watch it around New Year's and Christmas a lot. It's just always on TV around that time. If we were Santa doing Claus. New Year's
0: movies. That would be the quintessential Santa, Santa Claus, oh, yeah. the Mexican one from last That's time. That's the question. Just making sure. The Mexican Santa Claus is the quintessential Christmas movie. I'm not <laughs> in the spirit until then, but.
1: Okay. So, what is your? Which one do you want to start with? Good, bad, or ugly?
2: Um. Let, let's let just... Let's start with the ugly one. All
1: right. Let's do it. Which one?
2: So, my ugly movie was French Kiss.
1: Your ugly one that is That was French your ugly?
2: What? Yes, really? Yes. Okay, first of all,
1: define our ugly movie. Because I'm almost confused how we're using it. I mean, I'm not a part of this, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> I understand I know. this.
2: Okay, well, to me, an ugly movie is just... It's so so bad. It's good, and and there is a fine line. You know, one person's trash is another man's treasure, and I feel like there's probably gonna be some interesting debate about, um, you know, between my ugly and my bad one, as there tends, there has been before in this in this podcast. But I just, when it comes to this movie, it is just, it's it's just terrible. It's just not good, but. There are so many things. There's many times when I laughed unwillingly. It's just, I, and to me, that's what, it, what an ugly movie is. It's, it's you can laugh about how terrible it is, but a bad movie, you just, you just, you can hardly even make it through the movie with that one. See, and, and I think off.
1: Micah defines it more as it has a lot of good traits and a lot of bad ones, and it's kind of a mess, right? That's mm-hmm. how more you define the ugly phone?
0: It's kind of like an ugly dog. So is, <laughs> is French Kiss your ugly dog? Well, you're going to have to explain oh, well, that. Well.
2: Well, I, you love
0: it, but you just
2: well, you don't want t- to take it on in public. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that works. Don't want to
0: take it on a walk. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. okay,
2: so French Kiss. I'll give a brief synopsis. So, uh, it features Meg Ryan and Kevin Klein. Um, <laughs> Meg Ryan, <clears throat> she is her man. Uh, she they're living in Canada, and she's waiting uh, to get her citizenship, and so he. <laughs> He goes. He goes to France. I forget why, but he goes over there, and she is afraid of flying, so she doesn't go with him. And while he's over there, he meets this beautiful, seductive French woman, whose name is, of course, Juliet, because all French women are named Juliet. And he falls in love with her, quote unquote, or lust, whatever, what, which, what, what have you. So he calls drunkenly to tell Meg Ryan that he has fallen for this other woman, and of course, she's very upset and she flies over there to try to confront him about it and gets into lots of shenanigans on her way she meets kevin klein on the plane of course they do not get along at first she finds him intolerable and and he has a horrible mustache and a horrible french accent and is like the cheesiest character known and to he's that. like
1: a thief right so. yes
2: he is he is a jewel thief and there's uh there's some miscommunication about this necklace that he sneaks into her bag, but she doesn't know it. And anyway, the plot is convoluted at times. But anyway, John they, Renault they, is
1: a guy yeah, after him yes. in
0: France. Yes.
2: Yeah, so Kevin Klein is, is helping Meg Ryan try to win her her ex man back, um, and then of course they do some bonding along the way.
1: It's classic. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> right "Off the bad." I really thought this was your bad movie. This is a terrible film.
2: It is a terrible
0: this is film. Terrible, terrible, terrible. When we're talking about the plot of it, it it at the end it makes no sense. I mean, <laughs> at the end, it's like no human would possibly, you know, go into that situation. And but I know, you know, suspension of di- uh, disbelief. But you know, it's still. There's got to be some level of reality, but uh, anyway.
2: There is not. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. And pretty much all the French stereotypes you can think of are thrown into this movie. Mustaches, wineries. I was about
0: to say, it's it's the Americans' view of uh, France because it's got, you know, every every French movie has to have Jean Renault in it. I mean, that's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's a given. Well,
0: but you know that uh, I read somewhere, I think it may have been on IMDb,
1: but at, uh, Gerard Depardieu was originally the one that was cast for it. And that Kevin Klein. Well, Kevin Klein just uh, you know took his place, and apparently he was really concerned about his French. And and it's, I think it's kind of cool that when the French characters aren't with the English characters, they speak French. Even Kevin Klein. You know, in a lot of movies, they just do the the bad accent, and they all still speak English.
0: That's true. He was speaking French to all the French. Yeah,
1: and French. I, I did think that was cool. I did, but and and I don't know. I mean, I don't speak French. Now, Charles, you
0: thought it was a horrible movie. Yeah, <laughs> like like you you wouldn't even have. i mean you wouldn't have paid money to go see this no okay and the thing about it is too it's
1: lawrence caston wrote and directed this the guy this is like directed just right he didn't write it adam brooks oh okay well either way
0: that is crazy
1: to me i mean i i don't know but anyway the the, it it is a terrible movie like meg ryan's character she's playing (laughs) the same character she always plays but it's like up eleven notch on annoying level. It's just it,
2: yes. I was gonna say something about that too. It's I mean it is almost the same exact character, but it's like amplified all of her. It's it's like Meg Ryan playing a character of herself that she yeah. always does. Except like you said, every annoying thing that people dislike about Meg Ryan's quirkiness, it's amplified to the nth degree, and so right. you just can't even get over it. Like her cackiness. And her, her weird khackiness. walk. <laughs> That's a great word. Her cackiness. Her cackiness. I mean, she just, like, even her walk is, is is like, I don't know. She kind of has this very mannish swinging walk. And it seems like in this movie, it's, like, even, it just, it's, it's out of control. And she, her weird John Lennon sunglasses that she wears it's for, a, for some reason. Yeah. And it's, and, and all the, like, the dramatic gesturing that she does and, you know, I feel like Meg Ryan is always incredulous at what's happening in any given situation. She's like, And she, you know, she just can't believe whatever's happening. And so, but in this movie, I don't know, somehow in most of her other movies that are beloved by the world, uh, she carries that off in an endearing way, but in this movie, it's just, she, yes. she just can't do it. I, I
0: walked away from this movie going, okay, that was that was fun, but it was stupid. It was yes. really stupid, but it was fun. I feel stupider for watching it, but I just yeah. wish I'd walked away from it. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, so Meg Ryan in it specifically, you're saying, she's, she's
2: she's pretty bad. Awkward. But it, but it's but so
1: bad. Aside from her, it's so bad that it made you laugh. Like yes. So it's, Kevin it's, Kevin it's, Klein basically made this movie for
2: you. I mean, it, yeah. I I guess so. I okay. mean, it's just it's cheesy. I mean, I. The laughter came bubbling and erupting out of me against my will. I mean, it, it was, I, I don't want to enjoy it at all, but strangely, I kind Maybe of do. Maybe you ate do. something bad before Maybe you watched I it, I don't know. Well, here's the other thing. Between, okay, this movie and my ugly movie, um, they're, the, they're these two are the kind of movies that you draw the, stinc- the distinction on whether they're ugly or bad based completely on what mood you're in at the time and who you're watching it with. Well, that's because, true, but... Because, I, for me, I, may, I maybe it would go back and forth. I, okay, okay, I don't know.
1: okay. So, the, we're, this is ugly one, right? I'm trying to think of what an ugly Meg Ryan film would be for me. Do you have one, Micah? Uh,
0: yes. An ugly Meg Ryan film. Yeah. Uh, City of Angels.
1: I like City of Angels. <laughs> I know, I
0: like it too, but th- think of it. Think about it. It's stupid. It's, I mean, like, the, kind of, the acting is a little dry. The writing, it just... You know, at the well, end, I mean, it's so—it's uh, it, melodramatic for sure. It's, me- it's melodramatic, exactly. I,
1: I, I don't—I don't know an ugly one. I mean, I, was, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, maybe in the cut is kind of an ugly one. But anything else you want to say about your ugly choice?
2: Um, no. I—I I, I guess that's about it. I just—I love to hate it. All right. I hate to love it.
1: Which one are you okay. gonna do next?
2: Um. Well, I guess we'll just keep going in the in the same vein there, and we'll go ahead and do the bad one, which is Prelude to a Kiss. Of course, I <laughs> would agree you, with that one. Yeah. Thank you. Oh Micah. my gosh! It, go ahead. It's in inor- it, Okay, I will. <laughs> I. I I'll describe it using a quote from when Harry met Sally because it feels applicable. <laughs> <Yep, he laughs> and, yes, and that that quote is that it is so awful that there's no way to even begin to describe how awful. Like what's so awful about it? There's just no. It, it, Charles, okay. Charles and I watched this movie together, and I know I I guarantee he thought this was going to be my ugly pick. Just I did because there were several times when both of us were laughing incredulously, but. The first time I saw it, and I feel like this would still be my impression if I had just watched it by my like I couldn't even I had to turn it off because it was just I couldn't do it. It was.
0: I, can can I jump in and say, yes? And, and I know you got to do the synopsis, but this kind of is a good prelude, prelude to the synopsis. <laughs> Zing! Prelude to the synopsis is that. Um, I think prelude's a good word for it because it the story doesn't start until forty-four minutes into the movie. Yeah. Like the actual like it's forty-four minutes of exposition. Yeah. N- unnecessary exposition. Well, this was the and first I time re- I saw it, and I had no idea that was gonna be the plot. When the <laughs> yeah. old man walked up, I'm like, where's this going? So let's let's tap the brakes. Tell us a little bit about what okay.
2: it is. Okay. So the premise of this movie is uh, Meg Ryan's character, Rita Boyle. Uh, meets and falls in love with Alec Baldwin's character back when he was very young and Superman-like, but they—they're just the character. Everything that happens in this movie is insanely awkward. From the time they meet to the rolling credits, I mean, it just is—it's hard to sit through. But they so they meet, they fall in love, they have this whirlwind romance. They're total opposites from each other, and then they decide to get married. Um, and at their wedding, this. Old man wanders up. And and I just have to take this. When he was wandering up, Charles was like, Oh man, it's is, is something magical about to happen. Like is, is something whimsical, something supernatural oh, is afoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 going there. But it so doesn't anyway, even make sense. So, so go, he, ahead, he, go ahead. So the old man wanders up. Nobody knows who he is because he's a total stranger to them. Um and he asks in the middle of when everyone's basically like, we gotta kick this old guy out. He's a total creeper. We don't know who he is. And so he goes up to Meg Ryan and he's like, yeah, I'll leave, but first I want to kiss the bride. <laughs> so he leans in and kisses her a very inappropriate link. Well, she does
1: too. She agrees to kiss him.
2: Well, she does, but it's like, I, I, okay, it's one thing somebody comes up to you and they're like, oh, can I kiss the bride? He's an elderly gentleman. You think he's gonna give you a peck on the cheek, but he like really... Went for it, and they had this lengthy kiss, and then the plot begins. (laughs) Then the plot begins, (laughs) like like Micah said. (laughs) So, so after they kiss, they realize we realize that they have somehow switched bodies, Freaky Friday style, and now the old man's soul is in Meg Ryan's body, and vice versa. And so the old man goes on the honeymoon with Alec Baldwin in Meg Ryan's body, and it's it's. And they just perform
0: weird. honeymoon acts. Let me just say that, too. They which do. is extremely, yes, extremely do. uncomfortable. <laughs> y- yes. Because <laughs> you're going, that's an old dude. I
2: know. Yeah. It's, it's, Times yeah. And then
0: vice versa. Whenever Alec Baldwin finally does find Meg Ryan, and I'm putting quotation marks because it's Meg Ryan as the old man. Mm-hmm. And then they live together as like an old married couple. Oh, and then he oh. and he kisses them. I don't know. It's just like, oh. oh. Yes. I mean, it's, it's what in the world?
2: It's, it's not uh, yeah
0: i mean i'm not trying to knock anything
1: it's just in the movie it's awkward you know yeah,
2: the dialogue is awkward everything that happens is awkward. it would be one thing not... if it
1: was like two dudes or you know whatever i couldn't it have been an old woman well i'm just saying mean... but i'm saying like i'm saying <laughs> if this was a movie about a gay couple that's one thing this is a movie about an old man inhabiting a young woman's body and still having sex with <laughs> alec baldwin <laughs> yeah and, I, and I, that's what makes it awkward it's just it's and he even knows that he's just, like, having sex with a stranger he doesn't they don't do the same moves, which is... Yeah. But but I will say that when it started, I had no idea what to expect, like I said. I mm-hmm. didn't know it was going to be oh, a magical. Oh, I didn't movie.
0: either. No, no clue. And
1: I actually really liked some of the dialogue at the beginning. Like, I thought Alec Baldwin's character was interesting. And I, I think I said this when I was watching it. It's almost like he was in a different movie than Meg Ryan. <laughs> because he's <laughs> yeah. acting, he's serious, and he's making jokes. And it's... It, it, I don't know. I really liked him. And Meg Ryan is just off having, like, a... Okay, I'm so, starting
0: a, to see a common thread here. We like the... Supporting actor, or the uh, counterpart actor, with yeah. Meg Ryan.
1: Yeah. When well, her parents, Ned Beatty, that was just awkward too. Like, yeah. I, I, the editing was awkward. They would like linger on shots and make it uncomfortable. And I'm just like, is this
0: intentional? Uh, I, I think I said that when watching like, it. Was this? <laughs> yeah. Did they intentionally do this, or did they not know it was awkward? So I did watch it by myself, and actually, I I stopped it a couple of times just because See? I was like. I'm gonna go out and do something in the yard for a while. You know? I, <laughs> but I, oh, but whenever gosh. it finally did have, whenever you know the plot finally did kick in, I, I actually said out loud, "Did they just Freaky Friday? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Freaky Friday for adults? It's,
2: it <laughs> is two adults just, instead of a, yeah, it is ridiculous." And then
0: at the end, when they spoiler alert, and, and <laughs> please don't please don't see this movie for it to spoil. Yeah. you, But when they at the end, when they finally do switch back. Uh, and he's talking about why he did it. And he's he's ta- he goes on this whole rant about, like, I just wanted to know what it was to have a life growing inside of me and blah, blah, blah. Oh, Where yeah. does that come? I mean, that, yeah, there was no real parallel with that. Here's the other thing. There was no explanation for how it happened,
1: <laughs> what caused it. And there's no – he was so set on being inside the young body because he had cancer in his other body. And he's suddenly just cool with wanting to switch back.
2: I know you understand why, of course. Meg Ryan in the old man's body would want to switch back into her actual body, but there's really no reason why he, once he was in this young lady's body, he was like, "Why would he want he to?" Realized switch he realized he didn't want to have sex they with made... Baldwin. I guess <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> realized well, they... how weird that was. <laughs> but, but they what?
1: made they made it pretty clear though that like they both had to want it, right? And but that was the only explanation,
0: and it's just bizarre. So, I... Let me say this too. Um, Towards the end of it, I started thinking, you know what, this feels like a play. This feels like it's a play adapted. Well, stage, right? Like it's a state like it's a stage play because it's a lot of dialogue, it's a lot of like real trying to trying to really dissect the meaning of it. It actually was. It was a play uh, that Alec Baldwin was the original guy. Oh, that oh, the old I man, I don't, I don't know his name I'm looking about IMDB right mm-hmm. now. Uh, Richard Ryle. Richard Ryle was the original guy, but um, Meg Ryan was not the original one. Do you know girl. who the original one was? It was... Um, talk amongst yourselves, I'll find out. Well, I was going to say, so while he's looking up
1: that, i um, almost out of time for this one, I was going to say, if I had to pick a bad one, it would have been The Women. Mm. The Women is a terrible film. However, Prelude to a Kiss, I would say is ugly because there's so many awkward moments. And <laughs> you and I laughed at it a lot. <laughs> and that's, that's In my definition, it's like... This is so out there. And don't forget that on the DVD cover, because I had to buy this movie because you can't stream it anywhere. <laughs> I,
2: know. I had to
1: buy it. And on the cover, it says two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert.
2: That, really? That so, is unbelievable. I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I just, I, I really feel that when Meg Ryan, uh, when she goes right, she goes so right. I mean, everybody has their fistful of Meg Ryan classics that they love and adore because she's just so amazing. in them. But when she goes bad... It's a real stinker. So. Yeah,
0: she was just kind of lame. Yes. It, to be honest, uh, the original actress in the original stage production was Mary Louise Parker. Oh wow! Which wow. I feel like, honestly, and I'm totally honest, it would have been a little bit of a better movie yeah. if I had Mary Louise Parker because give her quirkiness
1: to it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So that leaves one movie. Which of course we know what it is now.
2: Yes, it is of course when Harry met Sally. Okay.
0: Yeah, obvious choice.
2: Yeah, that no no surprise there. Um, I. It was really hard for me to choose my good pick for this this category because I I mean it's honestly probably a three way tie depending on the day for me between when Harry met Sally, you've got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. I love all of those basically the same amount. I.
1: We'll go ahead and give a synopsis to When Harry Met Sally. For those that haven't seen it.
2: Okay, so um, the synopsis is that uh, Meg Ryan plays Sally Albright, uh, and she co-stars in this movie with Billy Crystal, who plays Harry Burns. Um, they meet after uh, college graduation in Chicago, because they're going to drive to New York together to start their postgraduate life. So they do. They, of course, bicker adorably and hilariously. Because... Just like Prince Kiss. <laughs> Except way better, Charles. Come on. But... Yes, she of course she starts out disliking him and because she thinks he's a skis ball. So uh, he he has this very negative outlook on life and she's very positive and optimistic. So anyway, they they have many quotable moments and there's of course the infamous diner scene uh, that we all know and love where <laughs> Rob Reiner's mom says, "I'll have what she's having." So that happens every. It, it's just it's great. They there's lots of character development there. So anyway, make it to New York they go their separate ways and they continue for the next 10 or 12 some odd years to run into each other every year every four years or whatever and every time they bump into each other after a while they start to become actual friends and
1: um yeah and the timing's never quite right for their romantic relationship along the way either he's married or she's getting married or you know
2: exactly so they they and the one of the central questions of the movie is whether or not men and women can really be friends and so at the beginning of their friendship slash relationship they they just there's several instances um in the movie like where where they think one thing at the beginning and that by the end they think something totally different and they're like no i never would have said that of course i never said that you know like their their takes on the movie casablanca meg ryan interpreted it completely differently when she was a young naive college student and then by the end she lives in life and she's like "Mm, no i never would have said that this is you know right anyway and speaking of
1: that the uh (laughs) again uh we watched it with your husband on ears and like Mm he uh he made a really good observation that the makeup is really good in this movie like they really truly look like they age Mm -hmm. i think billy crystal started out closer to 40 and meg ryan was in her 20s but they made him look really young at the beginning like like if you watch the scene the college scene like billy crystal looks really young and then they age Meg Ryan appropriately, and Ma- yeah, so it's, it's like they're aging in reverse, kind of uh, you know Benjamin Button style. But <laughs> yeah. but it's it's really like truly an amazing thing. And also the supporting cast really helped this movie. Bruno Kirby, yes. you know uh, Carrie, Fisher. Carrie Fisher, they were really good in this movie. They, yes,
2: they were absolutely. And all, I love all the um, the. Little interview segments with the older couples talking about. I think
0: that is probably the, one of the strongest parts of the movie because yeah. it not because the theme of the movie, like you said, is the question: can men and women be friends? But I think it's also uh, how do people develop together over time, mm-hmm. and the best way to see how people develop together is you know look at an old couple. Well, these two, they have grown up together in a sense, you know, with the ten year span from college to whenever uh, it ends, Uh, they've grown up together in their relationship. So I think that's a really
1: um, smart... Were were the couples real or were they actors?
0: I think they were... I'm pretty sure they're actors because... Okay. um, Yeah,
2: I I think so too.
0: Yes. Yes, because they all have different last names. Okay. So yeah, they were actors. That would have a whole new depth though. Yeah. I've always wondered that when I watched it. Because
1: obviously, like, you know, Harry and Sally aren't real at the end, but... I didn't know because I didn't know if it was like people that Rob Reiner or knew or something. Mm-hmm. Rob Reiner directed it of course. Right. Um, but no, I, I I do. I really, I really, really like this movie. This is one where Meg Ryan, her character wasn't annoying in this one to me at all. Yeah. Like, it was actually quite charming. You understood where she's coming from. Yeah. And is and she was doing really annoying things especially at the beginning. <laughs> you know, you, uh-huh. you could sense that but somehow it became charming and part of her character. So, yes. I, I think, don't know how that
0: worked. I think one thing too, this is one of, this is, definitely Meg Ryan's breakout movie. I mean, she had some other supporting roles Mm -hmm. like inner space and, um, the love inner space and Top Gun. (laughs) Yeah, She had that. I always forget she had that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, this is really her breakout movie. And I think, I feel like Meg Ryan kind of set the Meg Ryan tone in this one. Everybody fell in love with the Meg Ryan tone. I would agree. And I think, I feel like she tried to replicate that Mm -hmm. same character. Many times in French Kiss, you see it. You see a little bit of it in Prelude to a Kiss, mm-hmm. in the Sleepless in Seattle, and you Got Mail. She tries to kind of replicate that character, right. and it just doesn't have the same magic as When Harry Met Sally.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I, she comes She comes very close in a couple of others, but it's, I mean, like I said before, when she gets it right, she gets it really right. And when right. she gets it wrong, it's like, oh, Meg, why see, you do that? See, and I would actually,
1: if I had to pick a, the great one of hers... I probably would have picked Sleepless in Seattle.
2: Yeah, it is it, so good. To
1: I, me, it's it's different a different view on relationships, right? Like that's more Tom Hanks brings a different sense to that movie. It's a right. sadder right. movie, you know, and it's a really kind of magical romantic thing, right? right. This one's much more like real realistic <laughs> setting, realistic look at relationship and what time does to it and all that. Right. They're different movies, but Sleepless in Seattle and also, I mean, Sleepless in Seattle was um, directed by Nora Ephron she wrote When Harry Met Sally oh. and Rob Reiner you know was, yeah. he's, he's in that movie too he's one of the friends so mm-hmm. there's definitely overlap and maybe that's the magic that's kind of like the family in the family yeah maybe but I, I think I do prefer in Seattle I really do I, it, it, to me that movie just draws me in every time so
2: yeah it does I watched it Last weekend, or, or something like that, and and I do. I was part of me was like maybe I should have picked this one, but I, but it, like I said before, it depends on the day. I just I love it. I yeah. love them all equally.
1: Yeah, I, I I just yeah something about it is like she she doesn't even have any annoying traits in that movie. She's just looking for one. For, and Bill Pullman as her. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, we're we're sidetracking the whole thing. But that, <laughs> that would be my my pick for Meg Ryan films. But I when Harry Met Sally would be right up there. It's probably my second favorite. It, and you mentioned uh... Inner Space. If I was picking one, I just, she's too supporting of a role, but yeah. Inner Space is amazing. And I found out that a lot of people don't know about that movie. Like, you've never seen no, it, right? Never so
0: really? Yeah, I love Inner Space. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's great.
1: All right, so anything else you guys want to say about When Harry Met Sally?
2: Well, um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Micah.
0: I was just going to say that I'm just, I just found this out, like, while we were talking. Uh, there actually is a remake of uh, When Harry Met Sally, what? it is a, from India. Uh, it's called Hum Tum and it is I uh, read the synopsis is basically the same it's the same plot as when Harry Met Sally, but with Indian with an Indian cast uh, wow
2: That is interesting i had no idea i kind
1: of want to see
0: it yeah, 2004, yeah, 2004, 2004 Hum Tum
2: okay so, i will be looking that up that's what we're here for people yeah, get. That's Thanks, right, yeah. <laughs> so there we go
0: we've done our Good deed. Yes. All right. What,
1: is this, do you agree, though, this would be your topic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this okay. would definitely be my top one.
2: Okay. I, one thing I always think about, and kind of going back to the whole New Year's thing and this movie being the quintessential New Year's movie, I... New Year's Eve is one of those holidays that I really, really want to like, and it always ends up being kind of a want, want moment because nothing. I don't really want to experience New Year's. I want to experience New Year's Eve in the movie when Harry Met Sally. Like there, I don't know anybody who has ever had like a swanky, classy party like that where you get dressed up and you sing Old Lang Syne. Oh,
1: thanks, because you were at my party this year, and I thought I (laughs) would. Jeez, 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 (laughs) jeez.
2: I didn't mean it like that. I, I I take it back. (laughs) But do you know what I mean, though? I mean... No, not at all. In the movies, people are always going to things like that. And in real life, I feel like I have never known anyone who's either hosted or gone to any league okay. like that. The
1: only thing that's close, it wasn't a New Year's party, but it was Topher's wedding. And Topher's wedding was like Great Gatsby style. <laughs> it was like being in a movie. You were there, Micah. Yeah. For
0: those of you that don't know, Topher was our guest star last time. He's one of the original Good, the Bad, the podcast. Yeah,
1: and he, when he got married uh, in March of 2014. I mean... That you want your party, you got the party. Yeah, we're all it was like pretty amazing. tuxedos and I mean, it's it, pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, black tie affair. It was awesome. So, anyway.
0: Hey, I, I spent my New Year's with a bottle of champagne and Back to the Future too. It struck midnight. <laughs> no, I got to say this. Was this your is wife there? <laughs> it's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, she was present. She, you, don't even, you don't even include her <laughs> bottle of champagne, huh? <laughs> it was me, a bottle of champagne, and Marty McFly. <laughs> no, it struck midnight at awesome. the exact moment. That the DeLorean went back to 2015. Yes. It went to 2015. That is I awesome. didn't plan it that way. It just happened. But. That's the wine talking. <laughs> it sounds
2: like it's midfield. Full circle. Okay.
0: All right. Full circle there.
1: All right. Well, do we need to wrap this episode up because we're going a little <laughs> long. Obviously, we all want to talk about Mag Ryan. Maybe not. Um <laughs> and New Year's. so
0: hard.
1: So, what are we? what's our next thing? What are we doing? It's my choice, right?
0: It is your choice. So, Charles, okay. what's our genre going to be? Okay. It is going to be remakes. Remake. So define a, a remake. Define a remake? It's a remake of a movie. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so any movie that's... You have said that like Billy Crystal. I, how would Billy Crystal have said it? Define a remake? It's a remake of a movie. <laughs> that's Billy Crystal? Yeah, that's my best Billy Crystal. Now
2: say it in Fred McMurray's voice, <laughs> Mike. <it's> same <laughs> voice, did that I feel. so well last time.
0: Okay, so anyway, so
1: basically my about? take on a remake and how I'm looking at it is does it improve upon the original... Is it is it neutral to the original or does it make the original somehow worse? Um Okay. So my picks in no particular order, Planet of the Apes. That's the you know, two thousand one one. It would be Psycho from, from ninety eight, I believe. Nineteen eighty. Okay. Yeah. 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 okay. And what's the last one? The Thing from nineteen eighty two. John Carpenter's John Carpenter is a thing.
0: Because there is another remake of the thing, right?
1: It's a prequel. Oh. I'm not talking about the 2011 version. That's that's actually a prequel to John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay,
0: so 1982, huh. John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. This is a good genre. Yeah, it really is. I hope is. so. I'm I, digging this. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we're going to talk about next time. All so. right. Can't wait. Yeah, so. Okay. Well, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, make any comments below uh, on your good, bad, and ugly of Meg Ryan movies. Uh, it has to have Meg Ryan in it, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But again, As opposed to uh, Meg Meg Ryan? <laughs> yeah. can't
0: just mention Meg Ryan or feel oh. like Meg Ryan. Uh, check us out, too, on uh, iTunes. Uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah. We'll be on iTunes. And uh, also, I just want to plug uh, itsjustawesome.com.
1: Well, we got to plug it. That's what they're listening yeah. to us on. Yeah. So.
0: It'sjustawesome.com, where we do uh, other reviews. We do uh, some uh, written reviews of um, newer movies, mm-hmm. music, music, anything that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, follow us on Twitter, good bad podcast. So, all right guys, have a good one. All right, thanks. Bye.